Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. I'm so thankful for the opportunity to speak to you today. Now, I reminded you yesterday that we are beginning what many call the month of Thanksgiving. And here we are. It's two days into November. I hope your Thanksgiving spirit has already started to manifest itself. I hope you don't just live Thanksgiving one day a year or one week a year or just for the month of November. But seeing as we often do have a special emphasis on Thanksgiving this very month, let me encourage you to think of what you are thankful for. I'd love to hear about it because for the week of Thanksgiving, not too long from now, I'm going to be hosting a listener-driven Bible Tract Echoes because we are going to have what I like to call a week of Thanksgiving. I'm going to be sharing your favorite items that you're thankful for. For instance, if you're thankful for your house cat or your dog, I want to hear about that. If you're thankful for your children, for your family, I want to hear about that. If you're thankful for, oh, what I'm thankful for today, I'm thankful for my salvation. I'm going to talk more about that in just a moment. But if you'd like to share what you are thankful for, you can text me right now. Text me at 309 316 four zero share with me what you are thankful for again that's three zero nine three one six seven two four zero i'm thankful today i told you yesterday that i'm going to share each day that this broadcast airs in november what i'm thankful for one thing that i'm thankful for i'm thankful today for my salvation to be fair to be frank I probably should have flip-flopped yesterday's with today's. I told you yesterday I was thankful for the amazing team that we have here at BTI, and I truly am. But I probably should have told you first, right out of the gate, that I'm thankful for my salvation. But bygones, bygones, I'll tell you today, I am truly thankful. Ponder for a moment, would you? Those of you that know Christ as your Savior. Think about where you would be spending eternity without the shedding of blood of Jesus Christ, without his sacrificial redemption that he offered us through his death upon a cross. Think about that day. You may not remember the exact date. You may not remember the color of the carpet. You may not remember the exact words you said as you confessed with your mouth and believed in your heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Friend, if you know you're saved today, I'm sure that you can echo these sentiments in saying that you are thankful for your salvation. I hope you are. I hope you never lose that. I'm so excited about the opportunity that we have today to speak together. I appreciate the fact that many, I hear from often from many of you that you are thankful for your salvation. But let me tell you, if you are thankful for your salvation, if you do appreciate what God did for you, don't you want to tell other people about it? Don't you want to share the good news? Often, soul winning or sharing the gospel can be just illustrated in this way. One beggar telling another beggar, 
where to find bread. You see, friend, I'm nothing special. I, as I sit before you today, the host of this radio broadcast, I am nothing to speak of. I am just one spiritual beggar who found the grace of an almighty God, and I want to tell you all about it. Let me encourage you, if you want to share the gospel, an easy way to begin that, an easy tool to use, are gospel tracts. Let me encourage you to go to BibleTracksInc.org. You can order a sample booklet. It contains a few samples of our gospel tracts as well as an introduction to our ministry and all 50, I think we're up to 50 or 51, gospel tracts that we currently print and produce in English, and we do many of those in other languages as well. I was actually just talking to a man from Hungary, from Europe, and he asked me, do you have any gospel tracts in Hungarian? And we talked for a few moments, and he is going to, he's a missionary there, he's going to be doing some translation work for us. We're going to be adding some more gospel tracts in that language as well. We're so very thankful for the opportunity that we have to do so. Now, let's jump right in to our Bibles. You may be wondering today why, at times, I get a little preachy, quote-unquote, on this broadcast. Why I kind of come at some conversations and some topics and it seems like I'm doing everything I can to bring some conviction. Well, I can tell you, friend, the Holy Spirit is the one that brings conviction. I cannot do so. And if I were to try to artificially inflate conviction or conflate conviction upon you, that would be an error on my side. But let me answer that question. It's a great question. I have found that good Christians use gospel tracts more often. People that are in tune with their Savior, those that know Christ as their Lord, they do just a little bit better of a job using gospel tracts. So, why do I get a little preachy sometimes? Well, my desire is to encourage to edify, to exhort you. And if the Holy Spirit gives agency, if he decides to uh, co-sign what I have to say, what I believe he's given me, and that brings a little bit of conviction and it causes us to further our relationship with Christ, to strengthen, to deepen our love for God, then I have found that that sort of cause only, that sort of effect only causes us to be more gospel-focused, to have more of a heart for the gospel, to use gospel tracts. And so I hope that answers that question. We're in the book of 1 Kings chapter number 2. We began Monday and Tuesday, and here we continue here in the middle of the week. We're looking at the close of David's life. We see in 1 Kings chapter number 2, verse 1, Now the days of David drew nigh that he should die, and he charged Solomon his son, saying... Now we see the close of David's life, but then we see the charge from David's lips. Verse 2, I go the way of all the earth. Be thou strong, therefore, and show thyself a man, and keep the charge. There we see that word again. The charge of the Lord thy God. What kind of charge was this? What did David feel it's so important to communicate, to convey to his son Solomon? Well, let's look at the word charge. If you look it up in Webster's 1828, that's a great resource if you're reading your Bible and you need a definition. 
The word charge in this context means to lay on, to impose, to entrust, to communicate as in an urgent request. Well, what did David need to convey, to communicate as in an urgent request? What was so urgent? Well, look at verse number three, and keep the charge of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes and his commandments and his judgments and his testimonies as it is written in the law of Moses, that thou mayest prosper in all that thou doest and whithersoever thou turnest thyself. When I think of men that charged me, there are many that come to mind, but I'll tell you about one today. I think of a man named Ted Houston. Now, some of you have heard an interview I did with Ted Houston in days past. And, you know, I, I may bring that back one of these days because I believe it was so helpful. I believe it was so timely. But Ted Houston was a man of God. He preached some of the most powerful. He was not well known. He was not famous but he preached some of the most impactful, for me personally, messages that I'd ever heard in my life. Now, Ted Houston, he dealt with cancer at the end of his life. I recall one of the last times I spoke to him. We were video calling. And I thought, now realize I've been to Auschwitz in Poland. I've been to concentration camps. I've been to Yad Vashem, the Holocaust Remembrance Museum in Jerusalem, in Israel. So when I say that Ted Houston looked akin to a Holocaust victim, I am not demeaning him or those victims of the Holocaust. I'm just simply telling you how he appeared to me. Haggard, absolutely strong, wrung out, seemed to have most of the life just squeezed from him. But there was this spark, this indelible spark that was down deep inside him that required him to charge me spiritually so strong, physically so weak. But he charged me, laid some things on me. You could even say it seemed like an imposition at times, but I did not take it as such. I took it as some of the last words of a man who knew death was nigh and he needed to tell me something. We see here in 1 Kings 2 the charge from David's lips. There did come a day when Ted Houston preached his last message. There will come a day when I preach my last. What will I have to say? But for now, I ask the question of you all, how will you receive that last lecture. As we close out a week of broadcasts tomorrow and Friday, we are going to share with you David's last lecture. We see here the charge from David's lips. One of the things I most loved, and we'll close with this, one of the things I most loved about Ted Houston was that it did seem like every time he preached, it was his last message because he poured everything into it. He just filled himself to the brim with the power of God. Well, God filled him to the brim, of course, but he did everything in his power to make it so. And then he'd just unleash and he'd preach. What an inspiration. What an encouragement to me, a young preacher, to carry that same fervency into the pulpit. 
I think of his last lecture. I think of David's last lecture. I think of your last lecture. Now, let me be frank with you. I don't have a shrine to Ted Houston or Paul Levine in my bedroom at home. But I don't believe a little homage to some of these men here and there on this radio program and in my public discourse and even in private is inappropriate because these men paved the way for me. I stand on the shoulders of giants and I know you do as well. Let me encourage you to join us tomorrow as we continue in David's last lecture. Thank you so much for listening today. My prayer as always is that you have a great day for his glory. We'll talk to you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.